I have a million questions. So I'm all over the place. So I work on social organisation, bats, foraging, ecology, echolocation sound, biogeographic patterns, evolution, ultrastructure of cells. Hello and welcome to Just Questions, where I talk to researchers and students about their research questions and how they ask them. And this episode we have... Professor Simon Robson, James Cook University, Australia. I have pretty diverse research interests within social insects. I'm interested in the organisation of complex behaviour. I'm interested in, in trying to understand how systems where the individual units of the system, like individuals, are relatively simple, but you put them together and you get this emergent complexity and the sort of a collective decision-making system. So I'm interested in those sorts of systems. So I mainly work with ants on that. But I'm also interested in everything to do with bats as well. But So what kind of questions do you ask on these? On the social insects? Well, mm-hmm. the social insects, I ask questions about... With the ant genus Polyrhachis, I was interested in the evolution of nest weaving behaviour. So I did some phylogenetic work, um, mapped out the distribution of various traits and looked at the evolution of that within the group. Within the green tree ants, Ecophila, I'm looking at how chains form and how individuals bridge gaps and basically how they make nests. Let's talk about questions. I want to know what your first research question was. My first research question was when I was an honours student and I was interested in insects and I knew that there were some insects that lived on bats that looked like a fly but they weren't a fly, they were nycterivids so I was fascinated that I'd been fooled and I asked a lecturer where I could find some of these bats and he told me where some were talking about the bats called large-footed motors have slightly longer toes and he, he just said in the conversation that he thought that they might uh, catch fish but no one had ever shown it so I went out I caught one bat and when I was collecting some insects off it it uh, defecated in my hand so I collected the pellet and I went back and I looked at that pellet and it was full of fish scales so that was the first demonstration so my first research project was looking at uh, the incidence of fish catching in this in the bat genus has the kind of questions that you've asked um, been changing since then? I have a million questions. So I'm all over the place. So I work on social organisation, bats, foraging ecology, echolocation sound, biogeographic patterns, evolution, ultrastructure of cells. I've got a million questions. And, and what do you think makes a good research question? Ah, well, a good research question is one that can be answered. So I think it's important to make the distinction from I really enjoy looking at the world, I just look at it and I you know, might write things down about it to actually being able to ask a question. So a good research question is one that can be answered in the time and the resources available. Otherwise, there's no point doing it. There's nothing worse than listening to a research project gets to the end and says, well, I just didn't have enough time. If that's something that should have been detected at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So a good research question can be completed. It's relevant. A good research question is relevant not only to the taxa that you're using, but a broader area as well. Where do you get your ideas for, for these questions? To, uh, listening to seminars, because it's one of the few times where I have a moment to myself. So thinking about things, seminars, listening to people, reading. Okay. And, and do you have any pet idea of yours that, you know, you... That, that's kind of your favourite? Uh, I think one of the things I like the most is discovering that we're um, trying to answer the wrong question. So being fooled. 
So discovering situations that we think are homologous and are therefore based on the same principles are in fact completely different. So I like understanding what's the mechanisms of processes that superficially might look the same but turn out they're absolutely completely different. Okay, uh, my final question. Do you have any general advice to students that, are, that might be starting with their research? Yeah, I think some general advice. Well, you've got to be passionate about it and you've got to not be too stressed about it. I think if you do well at what you do, you'll do okay. Not always, but it, it stacks the odds in your favour. And I think a really useful thing to do is if student, students will see people in the position that they would like to be in. And if you ask those people how they got to those positions, there's an infinite number of ways that you can get it. So I think students will have often have the idea that there is one right way to get somewhere and how do I get there? But in fact, it's not true at all. Along the way, you get the skills that are useful, you know, the, uh, the critical skills, all those things come along the way. But there's an infinite number of ways that you can get it. So that kind of takes the stress off it. Um, just good fortune, you know, be inquisitive, keep your options open and enjoy yourself along the way. Great. Thanks very much, Simon. No worries. Follow Just Questions on iTunes and SoundCloud. And follow your host on Twitter at Ravindra underscore PN.